Welcome back to BTW Bounce Wheel Workshop here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where today we will finally resume the Yamim No Royim Marathon. Here, now we're going to focus on Mariv for Yamim No Royim, which will be able to be applicable for both Rosh Hashanah and for Yom Kippur. What I'll mention right now is that we're not going to be doing the additional slichos um, that are relevant to Yom Kippur. That'll all be covered in a separate workshop that will devote to Kol Nidre night. So all the slichos will be there. For now, we're going to just focus on the basic Yom Yom Noraya Meir for Shana and Yom Kippur, which takes us through the opening Nigan and the Baruch Hu all the way until the end of the final Kaddish. Um, and one thing that I'll point out, a couple things that you need to know right off the bat, is that since it's such a grandiose Nigan, it's a royal majestic Nigan to introduce the Yom Yom Narayim. So one thing to consider is key choice. So... Um, that will depend, as we've said in the past, on the room size and in terms of what it takes to project. It'll also depend on the kahila size, how many people are there. Right? So it, it, um, if, if it's a very small room, obviously, if you're in a small yom and ram davening, the key doesn't have to be as high. But at the same time, you don't want to make the key for this too low because it's, such, it's supposed to be such a, you know, you're, you're, you're announcing the, the king. You know, the, the, um, so, you know, you, you want this to be very, again, very grandiose. You know, it's the grandeur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? You're, you're literally saying, blesses Hashem the blessed one, or the source of blessings. So we want that to, we want the key to be nice and strong and powerful. So obviously if it's too high and you won't be able to project it as well, then that won't be good. So, it ha- you know, you have to find your right comfort level. And we'll come back to that in just a moment. But I'll also mention something to think about is the syllable um, on the niggin. Right? So you can go, ha, 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 you know, the ah sound. You can do the nigh sound, nigh, 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 or um, something more in between, which is, I think, what we're going to go for. Nah, 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 like a nah sound. The reason why I point this out, you'll be like, well, well who cares? Like, um, you know, uh, yes, I, I know that you can do different things with your mouth. My point, though, is that one of the things that you have to consider when it comes to a davening, especially like a Yamim Nuraim davening, is that you want to be able to both project and preserve your voice simultaneously. And it makes a difference which way you, vo- you vowelize, how you vocalize um, um, the, the, um, the, your mouth and the syllables. So long vowels actually um, are more of a strain than, than shorter vowels. So right, so just for example, the O sound or the E sound, and obviously I don't expect you to go O or E, that would just be weird, but, uh, but just to get you to the, understand the extremes, E is much harder to say than A or E or, or something like that. Um, right, the A sound is also very hard. You know, um, you know e, you're not going to do that either. But, uh, but those longer vowels are harder. So Ni um, actually takes a little bit more out of you than to do ah. Now, Ni sounds nice very often. Um, which um, it, it, can, it can work, and if you're able to do it, then great. But you could also go for somewhere in between. So um, now we'll, so we'll do a demonstration of just op- the opening niggin and the baruchu, and we'll, and we'll, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll pick a particular key for it, and we'll, we'll go through it, and then you'll hopefully see what I'm trying to communicate here. Another thing that I will mention is what, what I mention um, often is that there isn't exactly only one correct way to do the nusach. There might be a bunch of different variations. So where I'm familiar with those variations, I'll try to do it more than once. 
Otherwise, even if I don't do it the way that you're familiar with, so it doesn't mean that there aren't more correct ways of doing it. This is just almost, we're going to give a couple of ways that you can get through the Yom Nuraim davening. And as Rasa Shem, we'll, um, we'll, we'll have everything put together nicely in this little workshop here. Okay, so when, let's come back to key choice. So if you, you, again, you want the key to be nice and powerful. You want it to be, um, 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 you want it to be high enough that it can carry through the room. So for the sake of this recording, we might do it on a little bit of a lower key than what I would normally do for davening for the almond. So for example, we might go with, which sounds nice when, you know, when I'm sitting by myself in a room, you know, when, when it's just me, but if it's a bigger room with a bunch of people and, and the key has to go through, so I might go for something even higher, like or maybe not, maybe not even that high, uh, maybe something else somewhere in between. Maybe over there. But for the purpose of this recording, we're going to keep it a little bit lower. So we'll do... Here we go. Now, right off the bat, again, I'll mention that there are different ways you could even sing the words Baruch Hu Hashem So what I just did now was Baruch Hu Hashem which is very basic. Now, if you want to beautify it a little bit more, and right, we try to hit the line right in between, um, you know, beautifying, uh, sorry, in between bland and showing off. We don't want to go to either of those extremes. We want it to be nice, especially since, once again, we're announcing the the <clears throat> blessing of the king of the world. So... Um, a basic way again is Baruch Hu Hashem Amivorach, but the maybe an even more powerful way would be Baruch Hu Hashem Amivorach, and everyone answers Baruch Hashem Amivorach, and then the same thing Baruch Hashem Amivorach, Okay, then you go into the bracha. Now, another thing that's important to realize is that this opening tune, which in a certain sense is recurring throughout the Mariv davening, so you have to actually make some executive decisions of how many times you're actually going to sing this niggin. Right? You can do, um, and as, as I go through the davening, you'll see, so you, you can have the option of singing this niggin again later several times, or you can decide not to sing it again. And it's a beautiful niggin, it's powerful, it's, um, it's royal. But the reason to not use it so often is so that it, well, for, for two reasons really. One is that it's long and it's slow. And, and for some people that will take away from the davening if it drags too much. And the other thing is you don't want to soil and spoil the niggin by overusing it. You don't want to wear it out. <clears throat> so I'll give you an example of how you can either use it in the very next paragraph or not use it in the very next paragraph. So you start the brach of Baruchat Hashem, Elkin Melchlam, Asher Bedvaro, Mariv Aravim, fine. Now, I like to start from Umavir Yom, and a lot of what I'm going to do, a lot of the Nusach that I have here is based on what I've learned from 
uh, many different Chazanim, but particularly Rav Ari Marcus um, Rosh Shiva of Reshit. And here we go. <clears throat> Umavir yom, umemi laila, umavtil, benyam, umen laila, hashem, sivakoshimo, kilchavikayom, tamidim lochalenu, lialam voed. So you see right there, you can start if you if you open up that Leolamva ed to okay now we're gonna sing again. So you could do that. Um you could also choose not to. You can do Leolamba Ed Baruch Hashem Hamari Baravim. Or even that could be done differently. But you can do Baruch atah Hashem Hamariv Aravim, which I like better, because um, any time that you want everyone to answer in a very nice loud voice, so it might be more powerful to end like that again. So instead of Baruch atah Hashem Hamariv Aravim, you could also do Baruch atah Hashem Hamariv Aravim. Now let's walk back a few steps. Let's say we decided to sing the niggin, right? So we did. You know the tune? So then I would end off the brach like this. Baruch And then good. So let me go into Ahavas Olam. Now, you, now you have the same executive decision of should I sing the niggin again when you get to the end of this paragraph. Now, what I would say is very simply, if you did it in the previous paragraph, then don't do it here. If you didn't do it in the previous paragraph, then maybe it wouldn't be a nice place to, to do it, to put it here. But you also don't have to. You can keep the niggin nice and fresh and it'll come back later. So, so my, my, my point is um, every, you know, every ball to last to decide um, and feel out the room and decide, is this an appropriate time to go back and do that very powerful, booming niggin, that tune, that melody? So, it, again, it's, it's something that it might not even be clear until you get there if you want to do it. It could be that you have a routine and you know what, you're, um, you, know, you, know what you like hearing. But, again, you're, the, the niggin will come back at least two more times. Um, two more times in the davening. So I would say the minimum of how many times you're going to use this melody is going to be for sure three, and I'll explain why. Um, actually, I might even have you doing it four times, as I'll demonstrate. But the question is, are you going to do it five or six times? I think five or six times is a little bit too much. So really, you got you got a space and pace. So here we go. So now... Um, so again, I just showed you different ways that you can circumvent using the niggin so frequently. Or if you wanna, you know, again, you wanna you wanna keep it labadik and and hard sick, so then you can also use the niggin again. So here we go. For Ava Solom, we start from Kihem Chayenu. Kihem Chayenu, v'yarech yomenu, uvahem neged yomam v'la'ilah. V'yahav al-sechah, 
So you could either sing, or you can do Baruch Hashem Yisrael. Or um, yeah, no, that's probably how I would do it. I wouldn't go down to Yisrael. I would not do that. Okay, so again, you do. And you then you could either go into Hashem or you could sing the Negan again. Right? So these are the choices that we have to make as Balai Tfila. Okay, so there we go. So then you and you you sing the Negan. If you do, if you do decide to do it, fine. Then you go into Shema Israel. <clears throat> One thing I did not mention yet is that it could be that let's let's say it happens to be that it's Shabbos when you're doing the Yom Noraya Ma'ariv. It happens to not be the case this year, but then you'll have the paragraphs of Mizmar Shiliyoma Shabbos and Hashem Malach Geus Levesh. And what I would do for those paragraphs is I would end them according to the regular Shabbos Nusach. Um, so so sorry for that interruption, but something that I thought I'd point out. Wherever it's a Shabbos paragraph, we try to keep it to the Shabbos Nusach. Okay, fine. So um, so you you sang, you sang the Nigan, and Baruch HaTash, and Meim fine, so you say Shema Yisrael, good. Okay, um, you bear in mind that if it's Yom Kippur, so then you're going to say the Baruch Shem Kivod out loud. So, and I would do that to the Nusach, right? So let's say it's Yom Kippur. So you, um, Oh, hey, Vamo, Yisrael. So I would go, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, or something like that. I obviously try to have all the kavanah that you need to. So you might, like, you might, you know, um, if it takes you a little, if you, if it's harder to do it, this with the Nusach and kavanah at the same time, so then I would drop the Nusach and just work on the kavanah, right? So, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, fine, or whatever, or Hashem Echad, and then I would go into it. Baruch Shem Kevod which is, again, Yom Kippur is the only time that we do that out loud, so fine, you go for it. Now, when it comes to Hashem Elokeichem MS, at the end of, at the end of uh, Shema, so again, you also, different ways you can do it. You could do... Um, and you go right into the emuna, right? We don't really pause in between MS and the emuna. So you could, again, you could do like the starting nusach. Or you can do and then you go right into it. Um, I think I like the starting off nusach for that better. Because you're really just starting off. You don't want to. You're not trying to surprise people, but you're trying to reintroduce people and reacclimate them to the davening, I guess, um, to the nusach. So that's what I would probably do. Okay, then you have the emuna. Now here's where we get to a little bit of a stickier part, and I say it's sticky because there's a way that we might be familiar with hearing it, but mitzad, um, and from the perspective of the proper phrasing and structuring and pairing of words. So the way we might be familiar with hearing it is not as accurate, perhaps, as the way I'll do it. I'll demonstrate both versions. I'll tell you what I don't like about the first version, and then I'll give you the second version, um, or different variations of a second version. Okay, umachusah, 
And here's a place where I would sing the Nisuch, I sing the tune. Moshe, So this is the version that I don't like as much. And I'll explain why. But one thing I'll mention just now because I thought of it is that any time that you want to sing the nusach, the nigan, instead of any words, so you should make marks like that in your machser. My machser is filled with little pencil marks telling me when to go ah, nai, or to actually sing the words. I, I put a little music note next to the word Moshev Nesrael to let me know that I'm going to sing that part. I'm not just going to do that to Nusach, but I'm going to sing Moshev Nesrael. So you can write those little things in your Moxer. And I do this also for tune choices. I write the names of songs in my Moxer next to certain paragraphs. When am I going to do the low part? When am I going to do the high part? That's going to be something that, that comes up again in, in all the future Yom Noraim uh, um, workshops. But what do I not like about this version that I just did? Moshe, sorry, again, So the reason why I don't like it is because if you read the translation of the words, what we are saying is, Moshe and the Bnei Israel l'cha anu shira, to you, they responded and sang. And then it should be, with much simcha, and they all said, they all say the following thing. So what are they going to say? They're going to say, Micha Mocha. But okay. But the problem is that it's Lecha Anu Shira B'Simcha Rabba. Right? B'Simcha Rabba, the great Simcha, was how they were singing. So if you, see, if you say Lecha Anu Shira, then go, ah, 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 and then you say, then with great happiness, so, or with abundant gladness, as Art Scroll says, you're, I think the words are being um, separated by too much in between. So, now you might like that, you might, it might sound, you know, comfortable, but uh, for the reasons that I mentioned, I don't like it. So, well, what do I try to do? I try to do a little bit more like this. And that takes care of the the, the separation of, of phrases. Okay, then you go into Micha Mocha. So um, you have Malchus Charovanecha. Now you can do, uh, so we've spoken about in the past, one of the difficulties also is we don't like doing Zekeli and then separating Anuvia Maru, right? Um, so for example, in the Shabbos Nesach, so we people say, Zekeli Anuvia Maru, right? Um, but the re- we don't like this is because Zekeli is what they are being Anu. They are responding the word Zekeli. So we like it to be Zekeli Anu Viyamiru. So I would say a similar thing um, for Yom and Rav It's not as difficult here um, to remember. And here we go. 
Malchusicho Rovonecha Bokeayam Lefnei Moshe and then when you do Zekeli Nevemru, you have the option again of either going up or going down. Zekeli Anu Miyamiru. That's going down, right? Malchus Echa but we want people to respond Hashem so maybe it might be better to even go up. You can either go up or down. So let's go down. Go al Yisrael or up. Go al Yisrael. Fine. Now we're up to Hashkivenu. What comes to Hashkivenu? This is another time where I like to actually sing this, the, the melody in uh, the words. So it would be like this. Ushem Hashem. The reason why I like singing this part is because Otherwise, it's a very big stretch. So, for example, the alternative might sound something like this. Right, so it's just too many words. It's, it's a very long bracha, so I, I like to sing that part. Now, if it's Shabbos, so I would sing Vashamru here. Um, you could do it to Nusach, right? So, the Nusach might be... Now, the reason I don't want to do that is because it's Kaman, it's Shana, or it's Yom Kippur, so you want it to really be powerful. So I would do. But okay, fine. Uh, but then when we get back to Tikkun Bachodesh Shofar, that also has to. We want to get back to the Amud Rabbi Nosach. So it'd be like this. Um, so fine. Kaddish. Now, 
Now here you have to make the choice again. Am I going to sing? Or am I going to just continue the words? Since you will be singing the Nusach again later, the melody, I would probably try to curb it here. So, and then resist the temptation to sing it, and then go, or if everyone's into it and they want it, then you could sing it, you know, by all means. Fine. I Tommy run me all in my mirror. And then we start the Shmona Esrei, the silent Shmona Esrei. So obviously you have all your additions, Zachreinu Lachayim, right? Hamelach Hakadosh, Chaytem Pachtcha, all the things you need to know. Fine. Now again, we're not going to be doing any of the Slichos, but we do have Zlodavim Mizmar Lahashem, Haaretz Umloa. So this the, the tune. That's normally done, basic tune. It's just the recitation of Tehillim, right? So similar to the Shir HaMalazmi Ma'amakim, that um, there is a minhag out there. We'll mention why it's a controversial minhag when we get to the Shachris uh, workshop for Yom HaMnurayim. But it's the same tune as the Shir HaMalazmi Ma'amakim. So it would be like this. Le David Mizmar, La Hashem, Aretzum so obviously this is supposed to be done in a very slow way. It's supposed to be done with real heart and feeling. It is a par- it's a parak of Tehillim. The reason why we say this parak on during Yom Nirayim is because this discusses um, again this concept that the world belongs to Hashem. Hashem is the creator of the world. So that's uh, that theme is touched on here. Also, who can possibly miyale bihar Hashem? Miyale bihar Hashem umiyakum bimakom kacho. So I'm not singing to scale, meaning it could be done even slower. So just for example, miyale bihar Hashem. Now, again, this is talking about the who can possibly approach the mountain of Hashem, who's worthy. And then the Parak of Tehillim continues to describe Nikicha Paimvar, Leib of the person whose, whose hands are clean, his heart is pure, talking about all the, the milos that we, we strive to have, especially as Balit Vila. 
This is like literally talking to the Baal Tevila, right? You're standing at the Har Hashem. You're representing the people um, in the makeshift Beis HaMikdash. So this is something that for sure you have to think about. Okay, now you can drag on the entire paragraph long, um, but not everyone will be able to stay with you and stay awake for the whole thing. So with uh, my Kabbalah from Avari Marcus, so from the second half, the whole, the entire second half of the pair of the Tehillim is going to be to the song Esa Enai, which I don't know if this is what he had in mind. But Siushar Meshechem, we're asking the gates to raise their heads. So this is very similar to um, to Esa Enai, raising our eyes and looking into the mountains. Also, this we we just spoke about Mi Alebahar Hashem. So we're thinking about mountains anyway, right? So. <clears throat> So continuing, we did uh, Continuing, so you do same thing. Fine. Then we get to Siushiorim. And this is how we break it up. Hashem is And then we go into the Kaddish, and there are different ways to do the Kaddish. So you could sing the classic Yamam Narayim Kaddish. And then you could either continue 
Or you can go back up. Now, before we get to Yehei Shalom which we've done in the past, um, a tune that I like to use for, for at least for Shoshana Marev, I like to use the Krakow Nigan. So you can either go right into Yehei or it might make it even more beautiful as if you start the Krakow Nigan from the low. Again, only if the minion will handle it. And we'll, only if it'll be geschmack. If it won't be geschmack, then don't do it. You can either go again. Or you can go into the high. You have to make also an executive call. Am I going to do the high part twice or not? Or that bridge part? Then you go into it. I yehe v'skandal mi yehe skandashemayrabo. Make sure you pause for those amens. V'yalem hadi v'rochirusay v'yamalich malchusay ayay b'chayechon u'v'yalmechon u'v'chayedechol beisin strawel bagala u'v'isman karif v'yimiru amen. Back down to the low. And then for Tiskabel, you can just do, just say it plainly. Tiskabel, Sosanavasahan, Techobesi, Sarel, Kadamavandivishmaya, Vimro, Amen. And then, either way, for the Heshlam Rabbah, this is what I like to do. What I, what I, um, um, I'm a Kabbal from Lander and other places. O say, Hashalom, So I'm not going to do a demo of Kiddush now, but if you're doing Kiddush in Shul, so... You know, the, the, there's what to know for that, but um, it's uh, what, I, what I've heard is that it's supposed to be the laning, uh, the laning, the yamim laning nusach for kiddush. So, for example, 
Baruch Hashem and so on and so forth. But we're not going to focus on that now. For Aleinu, so you can just keep it very simple. So and don't forget, everyone says the David Hashem Ori. And if you sing Adon Olam, okay, or Yigdal, whichever, and you can do a nice tune, you know, I know some yeshivas would like to do, Adon Olam, Asher Malach Viterim So, if, again, if it's the right place and the right time, then do it. Don't forget to greet everybody. L'shana Tova, T'chasei V'seichasei Malta, L'chayim Tov Shalom. And that's exactly what I'm wishing to you as we close out this workshop for Yomim Narayim Marev. Be'ezras Hashem, when we do future workshops for Yemen Arayim, I'll give even uh, more options for tunes that you can use for the Kaddish. These are just the tunes that I like to use at this particular point, but there are many other beautiful tunes that fit really well into the Kaddish. So um, so just stay tuned for that. Yes, stay tuned. Um, but anyway, that takes us through Yom Narayim Marev. Again, stay tuned also for the uh, the additions for the Yom Kippur when we get to the Kol Nidre stuff. Um, and just keep on, keep a lookout for future workshops um, in here at the Baltzvila workshop. We have frequent schedule updates in the database podcast WhatsApp group if you want to be a part of it. So just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data, the base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Give me your phone number. I'll put you right into the WhatsApp group so you know every single time that we upload a podcast and you know for ahead of time what's going to be um, uploaded that week. But anyway, that takes us through this workshop. I look forward to diving with you in the future. Thank you for joining us here at the database.